I really believe in building that, those relationships, building those partnerships, building that team, um, because you can go so much faster, so much farther. Hey, hey, Freedom Fighters, welcome to the Active Duty Passive Income Podcast, the only place where military members, veterans, and their families learn how to build wealth through real estate investing. I'm your host, Mike Foster, and I'm here to show you how to stop wasting your benefits. Now get off your ass, step up to the firing line, and make ready for today's lesson. Shooter standby. When I first started in real estate investing, I was completely terrified of making that one huge mistake. In fact, I walked on eggshells, overanalyzed everything, and pretty much paralyzed myself for months, simply out of fear. Are these numbers okay? Will it cash flow? What if a tenant destroys my property? What if someone sues me and takes all my stuff? I knew real estate was my path to financial independence, but I was saddled with a pretty bad case of the what ifs. Turns out what I really needed was a mentor to guide me, someone to bounce ideas off of, double check my numbers, help me build my local team, and provide me sound and sage advice when I felt stuck. Introducing ADPI's Operation Adam, the action takers only mastermind. For less than $15 a month, you'll get access to a private network of fellow action takers kicking ass in real estate, plus exclusive 24-7 coaching from both me and Mike Foster. You'll also receive programmed accountability through ADPI's 30-day Hero Facebook Live Challenge, hours of bonus content, including Coffee with Kevin training seminars, weekly live Q&As broadcast direct to you, free webinar replay, and unlimited access to our new house hacking calculator. You better act fast, y'all, because if you purchase ADPI's flagship 37-lesson military real estate investing academy today, you'll get one month of Operation Adam free. Still feeling stuck? Kick your fears to the curb and join the movement of action takers now. Check out the link in this episode's show notes or text DEAL to 33777 to get started. All right, y'all, that's enough chatter for now. Let's get fired up for today's episode. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Active Duty Passive Income Podcast. We have an amazing guest here today. But before we get into that, I'm going to slide it over to my co-host, Kevin. What's going on, bro? How you doing? Hey, what's up, Mike? Good to see you again. Uh, this is our marathon of podcasting. So this is our first Ooh. time. We, this is the first time we've ever done this. And first you know, time. for those for those of you who are following this podcast, I mean, it's not going to come out. This show won't come out until like October. But for those of you who are listening then or watching it live now, we transitioned to doing all of the month's episodes in one day. And I might lose it. <laughs> I might lose it. Uh, but but we're, 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 we're like doing this. We're doing, the, we're doing the Tim Kelly time block super batch do everything at once situation. But uh, yeah, I'm proud to have uh, proud to have an Air Force brethren on here. Uh, mad respect for Ashton, our guest, and what he did. And which I just found out does still in the Air National Guard. Pararescue for all those uh, AFSOC folks out there. I was once a wannabe special operations weather uh, guy who was uh, quickly um, routed to the conventional force. Let's just say that. <laughs> Blessing in disguise, though, honestly. Conventional desk. Yes. Uh, it, is, it is conventional and it is desky. It's nice. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, that whole – I don't know. I mean, we could probably talk about it briefly, but I don't even think – they're doing like Air Force recon now. It's not even like – 
weather anymore. They completely changed it up. So have a, if I had gone down that route, I probably would have been routed back to weather anyway because they're like, oh, you got a meteorology degree. <laughs> like, go back. Meteorology degree? Yes, marine and atmospheric science. I'm sweating. I'm sweating this hurricane. Primarily because I can't pronounce it and I have to brief the generals on it, but don't tell them that. They don't listen to this podcast. It's cool. <laughs> so, Ashton, nice. man, what's up? So, uh, glad, glad you're here. Glad to yeah, see thanks you. for having me, guys. Um, definitely glad to be here. I wish my brother could be here as with us, but he's got his uh, anniversary today. So, yeah, it sounds like a real slacker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, uh, yeah, for those listening, Ashton and Chris, um, uh, they, they're both Air Force. Uh, Chris was a firefighter in the Air Force. Ashton's uh, doing pararescue, and they got out, and they started – am I saying it right? Is it Valkyrie or Valkyr? Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Yeah. It's actually yeah, okay. an anagram of our Yeah, exactly. Name. I was going to say it's, a, it's an anagram. It's super clever. I love that. Like when I first – I first saw Valkyrie, and then I was like, wait, their, their name is like that, but it's not that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so they, um, they started uh, Valkyrie Investments, and, and there's a Valkyrie Capital. But anyway – multifamily investing they're crushing it and ashton's going to tell us everything about it so if you're interested in multifamily this is one to get your notebooks out and take notes because ashton and his brother are crushing it that is it man super excited for example some military real estate investors so let's dive in ashton can you tell us a little bit about your story and how you guys started in uh, in investing yeah man um kind of interesting like 2000 17, I think it was, we, no, 2015, actually, I was out in the middle of the desert. We were sitting under a helicopter, me and a couple other people waiting to, on the call to go do something. And, um, one of the guys there, he was a lower ranking guy. He started talking about all these rentals he had and how much cash flow he's making. And I'm like, what? This guy's full of it. You know, I've been in the military at that point, I don't know, 15 years, 16 years. And, um, I was like, this guy's not making any sense. I started asking questions and then the rest of the trip, I started picking his brain. He starts talking about bigger pockets. Talking. So I wrote, wrote all this stuff down, but I actually didn't do anything with it until 2018. At which point, like my career was wrapping up. I was kind of getting to that point where it was like, all right, I can retire in 2020. What am I going to do? I can reenlist. And for guys that don't know, like pararescue, you get a really good reenlistment bonus. If I was to reenlist, it was like 130,000 for five years, which is great. You know. But, you know, it, I don't know. You do the numbers. You can retire and get that retirement and get another job and make just as much. Or, you know, it just depends on what you want to do. And as I was looking down that pipe of, you know, I was making rank and I was going to be sitting at a desk, much like you were saying, Kevin. Um, I did not want to sit at a desk. I wanted Join to me. <laughs> Join the dark side of officership and desks. Yeah, I, I hated EPRs, it. EPRs, man. I, it's I, so I, much fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was not for me. Um, <laughs> So given a choice, yeah, I, I started to start looking at other things. And my brother, had, so he's an IT um, manager at a big bank in Phoenix. And he had been, he saw like his 401, his 401k like dip during one of the, you know, one of the many dips in the stock market. And uh, he starts talking about this real estate thing. And he'd been looking into it for about six months. And so, you know, for guys that are getting started, this is kind of a little, little thing I would look into is like, figure out what kind of personality you are, what kind of person you are. Um, and that'll really propel you to greatness because whereas my brother, he is a super analytical, like very detail oriented systems, processes, all that stuff, which is super essential to a business. Um, it takes him a long time to, to, to make a decision because he wants everything to be perfect. Right. 
So there's that side of it. And if you guys have ever read Traction, I highly recommend it, man. Traction's a great book, but he, they break it down to visionaries and, and integrators. Um, I'm more of a visionary, a big, big picture jump and, and fix my parachute on the way down. And he's more of a, you know, I need to know all the steps before we do, go for this. And so at the time he t- spent like six months looking into real estate, he brings it up to me on the phone and I was like, yeah, that sounds great. Let's do it. And we had a property under contract within 90 days. And that was because, you know, that was just, that's just my personality is like, I don't care. Let's figure it out. And I'll just start making offers. And to be honest, they were some of the worst offers. You know, I'm glad none of them got accepted. We probably would, would have been digging ourselves out of all the <laughs> You know, so, and he was sweating the whole time. And that's kind of how it goes, right? Like you have that visionary and then that, that integrator or manager style. And then he's sweating the whole time because he's like, I don't think we're ready for this. Or I don't think we have enough, whatever capital systems processes, whatever. Like we don't know the details. And I'm like, fuck it, let's go. Excuse my language. And, <laughs> and, and, and that's just kind of how, it, how it's gone. And, you know, like I'm the gas, but he, I'm the gas for the vehicle, but he's definitely built the vehicle for the business. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I wish you could be on here and hopefully you guys get him on here again soon. But, um, like that's how it started. That is how it started. And then it just started snowballing from there. And, you know, this will come in later when we talk about, you know, what really makes people successful, but that whole, like, um, you, you start to realize your potential. And as you realize your potential, if you have a, a big enough vision, like you can start gr- expanding that. Right. So like you do one and you're like, man, we could do two this year. We could do three. And then why would we do three when we could do 15 or 16 or why would we do 16 when we could do 200, you know? So the process is the same. Mm-hmm. It just, the amount of people and, and professionals you have to get involved. And of course, capital capital right. scares everybody. Um, but that's how it happened. So it just snowballed. And then, you know, that we got the first two duplexes on our contract in 2018 in the fall of 2018 closed. And it was a massive rehab. We learned a lot. Um, but then we realized like, you know, you can go so much farther, faster with a lot of people and the right professionals in the right place. And so sure. we just focused on building a team, building a brand and, and, and really looking out into the future, that five-year goal. And, and yeah, it's worked out pretty well so far. Love that, man. Love that. I mean, you've hit on so many amazing, you know, subjects that, you know, we've continued to reiterate, right? It's the importance of building a team, right? Of course, mm-hmm. but the importance of finding out your strengths and sticking to your lane um, that, you know, really solves a lot of the problems, right? That's that 80, 20 principle to success. Yeah. And you guys did it. That's, that's phenomenal, man. It's a constant um, struggle. You're always figuring it out. Right. And and to your point, like at the beginning, you think, oh man, I got to be good at analyzing. I got to be good at finding capital. I got to be good at finding deals and talking to brokers. And then as as you start doing that, you're like, I am terrible at this stuff and I hate it at certain things. You know, you may not hate it, but it's not your strength. And if you're focusing on those, like you're just going to slow yourself down. But if you can find the right people, you know, like good to great, that book, book, good to great. He says, put the right people in the right seats on the bus. And that's what it's all about. Right. Yeah, building the team. I mean, we say it all the time in, in Operation Adam, Action Takers Only Mastermind, and and you know, Mike says it on his coaching calls. But it's just so it's so it's almost like counterintuitive because it's like yeah. when you start out, you have like this vision. You're like, oh man, you know, you have that aha moment, which we'll get into. Well, I mean, we kind of touched on yours when you're sitting under the bird downrange, but like when people have their aha moment, they're like, they're so gung-ho motivated that they want to do everything and they see all the, and then like the world of real estate opens up in front of their eyes and there's like flipping houses and Airbnb and multifamily and 
whatever the hell, you know, like all this stuff. And they're like, okay, you know, what do I do? And they panic and they start doing something, but they, they start drilling down and doing something, but they're doing it all themselves. And it takes, it, it's surprising how long, if you like just pull other investors, there's a lot of people who are still doing it all themselves. And they haven't realized that if they can build a team, you can just accelerate much, much, much faster. It's like going, it's like going from the, you know, you're like driving in the right lane, you know, behind the dump truck. But if you built a team and put two, three other people in that car of yours, you just zoom up on the left and, and, you know, and just pass everyone else. Cause people aren't doing it. They, I don't know, think it's hard or something, but gosh, I mean, with social media, yeah, with, yeah. you know, go to a couple of conferences, go to social media, have like, if you can communicate your vision, you'll find a bunch of team members. Then, then your biggest problem will be vetting the team members, you know? I can get into that too. That's, that was an interesting thing too. Cause we've just started hiring out mm. a lot of stuff, you know? So, I mean, you guys know, you guys come from a big team. There's a bunch yeah. of you guys doing different stuff. Um, but how do you pick those people? Right. And, and how are they, how do you know if they're aligned with what you want to do? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's That's all a great about, question. Yeah. That is a great question. Ashton, you mind sharing some insight? Like how did you guys figure out the alignment of the personnel that's that you needed? So it's funny. So we just had a guest on our mastermind for this and he was actually my assessment and selection instructor for the unit that I went to, um, with pararescue. And, uh, that's where I got it. You know, so he basically, you show up even before you show up, you're given all these personality and psyche valve tests and, you know, they want to see what you're made of before they even test you physically. And then, you know, once they test you physically, they can see where you, you, um, do you maintain that? Do you, do you continue to be that person you are on paper when it gets stressful? Right. Um, so I thought that was a really cool thing to start with. So we, that's what we did. We heard about it somewhere else. I can't remember. And then it clicked. I was like, Oh, that's right. We did that in this in selection. And, um, it was the disc profile. I'm sure you guys have heard Mm -hmm. of it. Tony Robbins is big on it. Mm -hmm. You can go to Tony Robbins website and I believe you can do a free disc. I mean, he's made it now that you have to pay for it and you get like a smaller version, but at least it gives you an overview of go to uh, uh, 16, 16 personalities.com too. You can get it there for free. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I like the disc cause it's, it's pretty simple and you can see what, you know, it's only four different business types. It's, it's kind of geared for business, but it was interesting. So when, when I suggested it, when we did it, um, you know, my brother, I always thought my brother and I were very similar, but we're exact opposites. So I'm a high, <laughs> yeah, exact opposite. So, and we're very competitive too. So, but, um, it, it's interesting just how we compete because we're exact opposites. So again, like I said, he's very detail oriented. He's a S C and I'm a D I and I can't remember the actual words. So D is dominating and I is influencing. And then S C is systems and then something else. I can't remember, but it was interesting. So that's, so we started there and then we just, we started doing that with all the partners, every partner we were going to work with. We're like, Hey, how, how'd you like to do this disc profile? Mm-hmm. See where you, you end up, you know? And then same thing with our new hires. When we hire somebody on, we ask them to do that as well. And you will see because, once you start getting comfortable with it, um, you'll see like, okay, we had a guy come on, great guy. He wants to do a lot of our asset management for us, but he's more of an influencer, meaning he's better at working with people. He likes to be in front of people, you know, building relationships, stuff like that. And so we're kind of like, I mean, we'd love to have you come on and learn this stuff, but I don't think that's your best seat, you know? Mm-hmm. And so we do, we believe in people first. We don't believe in skills because the skills can be learned. The people, right. 
you cannot develop a person's personality in a matter of a year or whatever of working in business. Right. So, but you can teach them how to do, you know, the skills that go with a business and this goes to any business in my opinion, but so yeah, that's kind of what we're doing. So now we're having him develop relationships with brokers and, and, and getting the deal started instead of actually running the numbers and the, and the spreadsheets and all that stuff, which according to his personality is probably not where he's going to shine and he's going to end up, you know, hating it. Um, the other thing that really helped us. So we started with the disc profile, but then we read books like traction, uh, vision driven leader, uh, both great books, very similar in that they highlight a lot of like a lot of successful companies. Like you look at like Steve jobs and Steve Wozniak, Steve jobs was the visionary. Steve Wozniak was the integrator who mm-hmm. made everything happen on the detail side. Right. Um, Walt Disney and his brother, I can't remember his brother's name, uh, Ford Motors, Henry Ford. And then his, he had an integrator as well, stuff like that. I mean, think just Batman and then, you know, Robin. Is, <laughs> no, not Robin. It's not Robin. It was, um, it's, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. His butler. Dang it. Oh, oh, yeah. oh uh, yeah. Alfred. Alfred. Damn. Yeah, I, was gonna go with, I, was, I was going with Jeeves. <laughs> that's my go-to <laughs> butler name. Jeeves. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's got a Jeeves now, right? Yeah. Or a Siri or something. <laughs> yeah. But that that's basically how it goes in the beginning. And then, you know, the thing the thing I really like about traction, especially if you're new to this, um, I know how to put together a team for to go down range. I know how to put down put to get together a plan and a team and all that stuff to get that rolling. But how many of us have been taught, you know, the structure of a business mm-hmm. and how that's set up because if you run your business, like you, the military runs it, like you go bankrupt. Huh? Just saying. But, <laughs> right. Wait, there's, there's no unlimited amount of uh, like resources. Right. <laughs> what? Yeah. And if you, if you spend this much this year, you, yeah. Yeah, if well, you don't well, spend that much. We're going to do much. You get. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So anyway, but the, the point is like when you start reading those things, you'll start the traction. They, they outline a whole like business plan, how you should hold your meetings and, I don't know, man. I'm not, I'm not plugging it because I have any vested interest in it, but I, I think it does really help if you're starting out. No, yeah, and and I can okay. attest to everything that you're saying right now because it started with me for for you know my equity firm. It was about a vision and then finding people. But I did the same thing. I was like, hey, before I, I went to 16 personalities, free test, they took it, and I think I think it is a disc profile because it has like the four letters, you know, and then it tells you you know each thing. But mm-hmm. on that website, it's cool because it it gives you like three or four pages of just information about the, about the profile of the person and stuff. And, you know, I was able to find, you know, it just worked out where I needed a social media influencer and a marketer, you know, and stuff. And the guy did the disc profile and and like the disc profile tells like at the end, it's like what jobs they'd be good at. And like marketing was number one. I was like, yes, (laughs) that worked out. (laughs) It definitely helps. Yeah. But doing like little hacks like that, when it's something that we really don't talk about in team building, and you can save yourself a lot of heartache, a lot of trouble because you're matching the role to the person and not forcing the person into the role. Right. So yeah, it's yeah, super, super interesting. I like that. And one of the things I, I would touch on too is um, I really like that book. I read a lot of books. So, uh, but I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. If you're not growing, you're dying, right? That's but, right. Um, That's it. Love yeah, it. So, the book, uh, Seven Habits of Highly mm-hmm. Successful People. Yep. And that's such a, such a great book. I didn't realize it was going to be as good until I read it. But one of the habits, you know, is finding, he says, he calls it something else, your center. He calls it finding your center. Other people call it finding your why. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it really goes back to, and this goes back to like building your team. So if your values don't align with the per person you're working with, there's going to be at some point you guys are going to split up and that, whether that's on how the businesses are run or just disagreements on how to live life. You know, maybe you like to raise your kids one way and they like to, you know, whatever, just silly things like that, that will split you guys. But when you can align values, um, it makes a big difference. And so a lot of people haven't identified their values and, you know, most people get their values, their moral structure from like a religion maybe, or from a um, ideology or something, which is fine. But um, if they haven't actually identified with those and actually like really implemented those in their life, like the, who they are and where they mm -hmm. move from, you know, they're going to be, it's going to be hard pressed for have them make a decision. So, and I'm talking about like, man, maybe we're getting too deep, but, um, never too deep, no. never too deep, bro. <laughs> Do it. Yeah. But, Do it. but like, I mean, um, it just helps you, it helps you say no better, right? Mm -hmm. Helps you say no to certain things. Cause there's going to be a ton of different things that will come up and like, no, we're not about that. We just don't, we align with this. This is our business. This right. is our, this is who we are. It's who you are. And, and having those building that relationship with people is how you find that out. LLCs, S-Corps, joint ventures, partnership agreements, promissory notes, articles of organization. As real estate investors, we know that navigating the legal waters can be tough to say the least. That's why ADPI has joined forces with the dream team of real estate legal ninjas at Anderson Advisors to offer our members a free strategy session with one of their senior advisors. During your one-on-one -on -one phone consultation, you'll discuss your investing goals, break down your current assets, and build out a customized entity structure tailored to you and your future. Plus, if you join Anderson Advisors Platinum Monthly Membership at only $35 per month, which includes awesome features like unlimited questions to attorneys and CPAs, two attorney documented reviews per month, and access to an extensive legal form online library, and much more, your $2,500 startup fee will be waived. Poof. Gone. So if you're like most investors and find yourself lost in the sauce of asset protection, then you need to take advantage of this exclusive offer. Click the link in this episode's show notes or navigate to www www.activedutypassiveincome.com slash LLC to sign up for your free consultation today. Now let's get back to the show. So, and the most, one of the uh, super counterintuitive part about real estate investing, the most successful investors out there are the best at saying no. They are the absolute best at saying no, but that's like, you would think that they would say yes to everything and all every deal and all this stuff. Um, you know, because when you, the higher you get up, people are bringing you the deals and they're probably good deals. But if you're not aligned, like Ashton is saying, like morally, and you think this person that you may or may not be working with is just, I don't know, I'll call it a dickhead. Like you're not going to want to work with them. You know, like you're just not going to want to work with them. And guess what? There's always going to be another deal. So is it and, worth and the they're trouble? Gonna, they're going to create the most amount of problems too. Mm -hmm. That's the truth. You know, so, so a large part of our business is raising capital. Um, and so if we changed every deal to match, because so people get in that, oh, I need capital, I need capital. And so when you get into that neediness, first off, it's not paint a good picture for your business. Um, but it it also like it makes you open to making the wrong decision. So if one guy says, I need a 15% IRR, and you're saying, Well, look, we need your money, so I'll change the deal to now I'm only getting a 10% of the equity, you know, like mm -hmm. There's a plenty of ways around that. You don't have to, not everybody's a, a match for your deal and not every deal is a match for you. Um, 
So yes, being able to say no, I think that's really important. Yeah. So let's, let's transition. Um, I mean, let, so where are you now? So you, you, you started and you've got some duplexes that you said, and then you kind of ventured into building teams and now what are you doing? Um, so yeah, 2019 was largely just, so we set a goal. So, you know, we had a five-year goal or sorry, a three-year goal and a one-year goal and, and we do 90-day sprints. That's how our business is set up, you know, and every 90 days it may shift depending on what we're doing. But right now our goal is to get, and this is changing because we've grown pretty quick, but right now our goal was to get 500 cash flowing rentals under management by October, 2022. So very specific, very, you know, time sensitive, um, so it helps us really track it. Um, and then of course we work back from there this year alone, if everything works out, we should close on almost 340 units. So it's not too shabby. <laughs> it's not too shabby. Bro. It. Yeah. Thank Love you. It. And, but here's the thing, like, and this is where all the, <laughs> this is where all the um, technical, like uh, detail guys will come in and be like, yeah, but are they cash flowing and how much is it really worth it? <laughs> Let, I would love to talk. They're to all people. losers. Every, you? every, every unit is just a, like a dumpster fire. Like what I closed on them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, but what, what it goes back to is we shifted our, our strategy a little bit because we knew that if we could build up the credibility, if we could team up the, with the right people and build up a good enough portfolio, it's going to make it easier for us to do deals on our own in the next two years. Right? So this, this year, 2020, um, for us was all about building our brand or sorry, 2019 into 2020 was all about building our brand and credibility. Mm. And we do that by doing actual deals. And so it started off with doing, so we did a 13 unit and a 16 unit, 16 unit was our first syndication, like official syndication. Although we have partnered in JV and raised private money with each deal. Um, that was our first official syndication. But then after that, because of, because of everything we were doing, building the credibility, building the brand, showing people what we were doing, people started reaching out to us with deals, with partnership opportunities and stuff like that. And so again, I really believe in building that, those relationships, building those partnerships, building that team um, because you can go so much faster, so much farther. And then you have people that are experienced. And so that's what happened. You know, we partnered with somebody that was a little bit more experienced with us than us. He needed help, but he had the deal flow. And because he had the deal flow, that's really going to help us, right? And that, again, it goes back to what is your focus for the next 90 right. days, one mm -hmm. year, whatever. And so our focus was to build credibility. And so we sat down, my brother and I, and we looked it over and we're like, you know, do we want to partner with this guy and, and give up some of the, you know, returns, some of the equity? Um, well, he's got the deal flow. He also has the experience. Yes, we want that because that will help us this year. And our goal was credibility. And so Boom. having 340 units in it, by the end of the year is definitely going to help credibility in my opinion. Obviously everybody's goal is different. You just have to, I think, again, it just goes back to being clear about what you want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Having that clarity opens up doors tremendously, man. Yes. And, you know, and it's, if it's also too, you don't have to be, you know, selfish with the deals and with your time and with the equity and all that too. Right. I mean, it's like the whole philosophy, 20% of something is better than hundred percent of nothing. Right. Absolutely. I mean, but, you know, getting yourselves into the door for future success is just as critical as getting started and, and finding, you know, the deal that makes sense for you. So you guys have to balance it, just like Ashton is saying. I mean, it's, it's huge, man. That's some solid advice. Uh, thanks. We came by it hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, right. you, learn, you live that's and you learn. Goes, that's yeah, it's Kyle Nair. 
right? Hey, what I heard somebody say, uh, words don't teach, experiences teach, words do not teach. Right. If you ever have kids, you know that. <laughs> <laughs> and then well, I'm about to. Wrote, uh, Congratulations. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You. Yeah. Mike, uh, that's you. coming pretty close. Yeah. Yeah, man. Six days away and counting. Yeah. Baby Kabina. That's a girl. Oh, congrats, girl. man. They're sweet. I have two girls. So <laughs> awesome. that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that fun. Yeah. Mike said he's definitely naming after me. So I said, okay, <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> I love how Kevin is still on that, man. Bro. <laughs> I'll be, I'm going to be on it after the kid is born. I'm... <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, no, that's wow. a, a big day. Big day coming for the foster family, baby foster coming. And we're, we're and the ADPI family, we're all very excited to spoil this kid. So, you know, exactly. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Awesome. Um, but uh, yeah, Ashton, I mean, like you're, you're doing. So you're, you're in the thick of, of multifamily, you're doing syndications. What are some like, what are some like really tough lessons that you learned along the way? I mean, from, from, you know, from the outside, I mean, you started what in, in 18, maybe late 17, early 18, and two years later, you have all, you know, if all goes well, by the end of this year, you're going to have, you know, 340 to something like that units, like for, from a beginner or, or even most real estate investors, that's, that's pretty impressive. Like what, there had to be some hard lessons along the way that, that you know, you, you want to talk about here. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it goes back to, so I, you know, I come from this, you know, special operations background where I don't know, one of the guys I know smarter than me, he said, you know, we're problem solvers. We figure out problems and we, we go fix them, you know, um, according to what our nation needs and um, not to go down that road route too much, but initially with that mindset, you go into business, you go into real estate, um, and you think, and we kind of talked on this earlier is you, you think, yeah, I have to learn and do everything. And so in the beginning, I think I touched on a little bit. We got two duplexes. They were up in Durham, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And I walked in there and I was like, this is a great deal. This is everything we you hear about on the podcast. It smells terrible in here. There's trash everywhere. It's like, <laughs> you know, so yes. you, you think it's a good deal, right? So I got, I lined up, I don't know, six different contractors to show up and walk the property, give me quotes. We got started talking to property managers. Um, that's where the hard lessons came in. You know, initially we we estimated okay, twenty five thousand for four do for four um, units, right? And they're they're only seven, I don't know, seven hundred square feet. Twenty five thousand um, a unit, or twenty five thousand for the whole lot. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. How'd that and, work out uh, for you? Yeah, it it came out to. Yeah, it came out closer to twenty thousand per unit. So, Yikes. yeah. So, talk about hard lessons. Like, luckily, luckily, you know, I hate to say luckily because people think that I don't know what people think of that, but luck is one opportunity and and preparation. Right, I like that quote. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did. We were lucky in the sense that we started partnering early on, um, so it lessened our our personal capital or less than the need of us bringing all the capital. Right. So and when you kind of break that mindset that I have to bring all the capital, or I have to find a bank or I have to find a lender, mm-hmm. hard money lender or something. Instead, we started reaching out to friends and family and that, that really helped that, that grew um, our capability really fast. So the first one we did 70% loan to value. So he, he came in and loaned, you know, 70% of the deal. We covered the rest. We right. had HELOCs. We had, um, our own savings, you know, stuff like that to, to cover the rest. We were able to cover it, but here's where the lesson came. And you could say, Oh, I learned how to, um, 
rehab. I learned how to uh, look at a property and estimate rehab. I didn't. I didn't learn any of that. You know, you're just scrambling to find money to get it all done. What I learned was I'm terrible at that and I should never do that. But I like th- I like where this is going. And that's when we started looking at who do we need to get involved to make this easier, right? right. Who, if this was an easy deal, what it, would it look like? And, and who, need, who can make it easy for us? And so we found the right property manager. He brought all the right assets, all the right contractors. He knew the market. We found the right um, deal finders, so brokers or, or whatever, wholesalers. We started looking at those people. We started building that team. And I know I keep coming back to this, but man, that is what makes it easy. I am 40 years old. You want me to go out and learn a whole new career field? You know, I know how to manage people. I've managed people my whole career, but you want me to go out like that's what you're asking yourself to do when you get into something like that. And you think that you have to do everything. I have to be good at finances. I have to be good at estimating rehabs, then doing the rehab, then managing contractors. I mean, give me a break. Like, what are you good at? And that's where we learned. We learned like to say no, not just to certain deals or to certain money or whatever. We learned to say no to certain activities, right? We're not. Yeah. So, Uh, yeah. I mean, that, that, everything you said there was is 100% on point. And I think I had a similar experience with my first quad when I met the handyman I had hired to, they had like this nasty smelling carpet in like the main stairwell. So I was like, yo, we got to get this carpet. And it's one of those things, you know, you pull off the carpet, there's beautiful hardwood stairs. And we're like, yeah. But has anyone ever, if they've ever replaced carpet, it's got about 10 million of those damn staples. <laughs> like this big into the wood and I had to pull all those out. And that, that took all freaking, that took me like six hours and my back hurt after that. And I was like, screw this. <laughs> and I, like, yeah. the, you know, I think I, you know, the handyman helped me and I paid him like 300 bucks and it took us all day. Um, you know, I'm sweating and doing the whole thing. And I was like, man, I could have paid someone 500 bucks and they would have a whole team over there and it would be done in an hour. I was like, I'm not just like, no, like I'll focus on finding deals. I'll focus on which, you like doing. And for all those people out there, they might like, you know, swinging hammers and stuff. And that's awesome. Then do that part. And, you know, you just can't do everything because you just, you just won't grow. And I think it comes back to being clear about what you want. What do you want? Do you want to be a a contractor? Do you want to be working? If if that's what you want, then do it. But if you want to own a business, right, then don't be working for the business or in the business, be working on developing the business as a whole. So you need to be up and out, you know, and you need to be above um, directing everybody where to go. And that's what we, we wanted. We wanted a business. So. Yeah. And, and here's a quote for everyone. Never work uh, in your business, work on your business. That if you can, you know, I, I heard that one this weekend. And then I heard another one that was everything is figure outable. You know, that was from another webinar that, uh, uh, that my fiance and I were, were yeah. a part of and, but everything is figure outable and it's just like, Marie that's Forleo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's who it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I saw her at 10X growth conference this year. Nice. Man. That was, yeah, okay. that was, that's right was, was a great book. Marie, so. Marie, what's her last Marie Forleo. Yeah. Forleo. She's a, uh, she quote, she deems herself as a multi-passionate entrepreneur. I love it because I connect with her so much. Like, nice. you know, for all those people who get attracted by the shiny, ob- the shiny object syndrome. That and, doesn't sound like you. Uh, yeah, that's definitely. <laughs> <laughs> right. But it's cool because, you know, you can, you can, you know, you can attract all that. You can achieve all that in balance. You just have to figure it out. And everything, right. as she quotes, is figure outable. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's pretty good. 
Yeah, that was, and, that was and, some uh, awesome, but, uh, awesome tips, Ash. And I think we're gonna kick it to the bonus round, Mike. We're getting we're getting yeah, short man. on time. Yeah, exactly. No, but no, no, no this is great. Awesome, awesome show, man. So uh, we're gonna kick to our bonus round. We've got uh, four questions here. First one: What is your favorite book or business tool? Um, so favorite book right now. I mean, I read a lot of books and. Um, I think the one I like the most right now has been uh, Pitch Anything by Oren Claff. I'm reading that right now and I freaking Good love one. it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's a great book, man. But just on the whole, how to connect with people and influence people. and Right. I mean, not even connect, not even influence, but just connect with people. If you know what kind of person they are and then how to, how to frame what you're talking about. So you Busting frames, them. dude. Busting frames all day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, it's a, that's a joke with me and my brother right now. And once you guys read it, you'll get it. But we're all, we would go around pointing out beta traps. And <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have the one story in there about the lobby and the whole thing. Yeah, but I, we won't spoil the book for everyone. But fantastic book. And we'll, uh, we'll drop that into the show notes for page and link to that book. Yep. Um, sure. All right. Uh, question number two. Who is your biggest hero and why? Uh, my biggest hero... You know, I don't really have a huge, a big hero. I think it's cool. I, yeah, I no, actually, well, Lawrence of Arabia was a big influence on me in my life, just because he did some amazing things. And I, maybe it's kind of corny, but I, I loved everything that he did. And uh, that was one of my biggest heroes. But then I heard a quote by um, um, what's his name? Oh, he's got one of the biggest podcasts in the country. Uh, uh, Mike Foster and Kevin Brenner. Uh, close close <laughs> second to the <laughs> Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Uh, Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah. So he said, um, he said, you know, what would the hero of your movie do? Your favorite movie. What would that hero do? Now go do that. And uh I love that, man. I, I love that. Every day I think about that. Like, what would I do if I was in my movie and, and I was looking up to me right now? I think um Stephen Covey says it too in Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. He says, you know plan out your own funeral and mm -hmm. what are people reading about you? And, and do you like that or do you not like that? Now right. go do that. Go do that. Right. Yeah. right? Like if, what, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's so simple, but at the same time, people are going to come up with a million excuses why they can't. Um, but I think, and not to get cocky or any, what anything, but I think in that sense, like I'm trying to create my own hero. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I want to look back on this life with no regrets and, um, be an inspiration maybe to my kids maybe more people i don't know but um that that's what i look to do i think now yeah yeah love it man love it yeah, love that. all right question number three what do you like to do for fun outside of business oh uh, yeah i love to do everything um hiking biking snowboarding surfing i mean i like to travel i you know every year we plan a uh, surf trip or a snowboard trip usually a surf trip because my wife's more of a, a beach bunny all right so um as the kids you know, the kids are really young right now. I have a two-year-old and a six-year-old, so it was kind of um, slowed a little of that down. But we used to go somewhere every year. Uh, the last trip we went on was Costa Rica. And then this mm -hmm. last this last year, we did a 35 days across the United States in a uh, RV, just going to see all the family, of course, but then going to see all the national parks. And awesome. uh, highly recommend it if you can do it. Yeah. Really cool. And that's, yeah. that's very COVID friendly from what I understand. If you're, you know, worried you can't do a trip now, but like, you know, with everything shut down, you can definitely rent something and go drive. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. 
RVshare.com. You can just rent an RV. Oh, rent, like rent someone like, else's like Airbnb. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's okay. Okay. Smart. Or if you have an RV, you should probably do that. <laughs> yeah. Don't have one in Washington, DC, but I'll get one. <laughs> no, no, Beth would kill me. Uh, but, um, Okay. The question number four, question number four, uh, if you had three nuggets that you could drop on someone who is just getting started in real estate, they listen to this podcast and they're like, Oh, I need to build a team. You know, like what, what would those three nuggets be for just to get someone off their button into the game? Yeah, I think, um, mine are, uh, clarity, commitment, and take action. And you know, you can dive into each one of those, but I think being clear about what you want out of life, right? Getting clear about who you are, what you want, and who you want involved in it. And then commit to that. Um, it'll make everything else easier. Because once you make that commitment, you know, failure is not an option. When you commit to something, when you actually commit, um, failure is not an option, right? Even if, even if you do failure, fail for a minute or two or whatever, you will learn because you're so committed and you'll come back and do better next time. Um, but it's a daily thing and that's where the action comes in. So take action daily. So take action could be as much as writing down your goals every day. It could be as big as reading a book on whatever you're trying to do. It could be as big as making a million dollar offer or talking to a million investors or whatever, going to school, like take action daily. And then, mm -hmm. and that builds into the last one, but the last one is just learn. And, and as you learn, then you'll, you'll reevaluate what you what you want to get clear about what you want out of life. And then you'll commit to something else or, adjust your commitment and then it just continues like that. So get clear, commit and take action and you cannot fail. You cannot fail. I've seen a lot of failures and it's because they weren't committed. That's, that's just, that's mine. That's Outstanding great. brother. Mic drop moment right there, guys. Love it. Clarity, uh, commitment, take action. That is gospel truth, man. So uh, Ashton, phenomenal podcast, man. This has been a wonderful time. Really appreciate having you here. And thank you so much for adding value to our team. Uh, how can our folks get in contact with you and the rest of the Valkyrie group? Uh, so we got a, I mean, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, Twitter. I think we, you know, we have somebody that manages all that, but if you want to reach out, um, go to our website, we're at uh, www So just V A L K E R E group.com. And we're the only one out there. So if you just type in Valkyrie group, you'll, you'll see it. But um, yeah, happy to talk to anybody. I talk to people all the time that, you know, are looking to start or looking to shift gears or whatever. So um, it's a team sport, man. And, and what's that saying? Go, go fast alone or go far together. Right. The African mm -hmm. proverb. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to go far. So if you want to want to go with us, like, let's talk. We're happy to talk. So both my brother and me. <laughs> yep. All right. Outstanding. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Ashton. This is a great podcast and uh, I can't wait until everyone gets to hear it. Everyone who's not watching it live right now, but uh, thanks for having me. Thanks for right. having me. We'll see you. Outstanding. That was an awesome episode. Thanks so much to our special guests and thanks to you for listening. If you haven't hit the subscribe button yet, make sure you go and do that or schedule a call with us by texting ADPI to 444-999 or checking out our website at www.activedutypassiveincome.com to find out how you can get started on your financial freedom journey today. I'll see you guys next week.